Welcome back to the Getting Grit Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. You know those people that just seem to have this crazy joy through all of life's thick and thin? And you ask yourself, how do they do that? Well, in January of 2019, the U.S. bishops were instructed to go on retreat by the Pope. And Father Renario Cantalamesa led the retreat. And he asked this question. And it was not just to the bishops or the priests, but to all who are baptized in Christ. In your life, is Jesus Christ a personality or a person? You know, some people will take the Word of God and say, this is all we need. True, we need God's Word. But we also need the person, the incarnate Word of God, the true joy. The Bible tells the great and wondrous story of Jesus from the very first verse of the book of Genesis to the last of Revelation. And within this drama, there is struggle and trial, grace and joy, just like we face in our own lives. So it is good for us to remember, as Pope St. John Paul II used to remind us, be not afraid. At this time of year, we are nearing the greatest celebration of joy, the incarnate God coming to live among us. Now, there is the emotion of joy, which is when we experience obtaining whatever good thing it is that we are desiring on the level of our feelings or body. It's at the simplest human level that we've had since we've been babies. But secondly, there is a kind of joy that flows from divine charity, distilled in us by the Holy Spirit saying distilled because that's taking the most important parts of something and putting them in a different and improved form. And in this case, that something we are speaking of is joy. Putting it out in front of our lives in such a way that it is not subject to the highs and lows of passing events, moods, passions, or emotions, but rather we receive it by our choice in choosing to love God, thus opening up our eyes. And in our choice to love God, our soul finds the path to that crazy joy described earlier called divine charity. It is written of Jesus in the book of Hebrews, He, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame. The scriptures tell us that the worst imaginable spiritual suffering of any kind that ever existed was endured by Christ for the joy that was set before him. Those are astounding words. Christ was laying hold of the joy that he desired, namely the salvation of men and women, people just like you and me. And the cruelest suffering could not overcome that joy. St. Thomas says that, in fact, the only way for us to understand having the joy of divine charity is to think of it as something not that enters into us, but rather something that we walk into. It's not something that necessarily fills us up, It is something that is far beyond the normal course of human experiences. As the Lord said to us in the Gospels, Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Maybe we walk into it for just a few seconds each day, like a taste, just just to keep us moving forward, anticipating his presence to come. There's a famous story about St. John Vianney. Someone came to him as he sat before the Blessed Sacrament and asked him, What do you do all day with this? And the saint answered, Nothing. I just look at him and he looks at me. This is what is normal when we share an intimate personal relationship with someone. He gives us the grace for waiting, allowing us at the right time to 
walk into his moments. These small tastes of his joy while he completes his good work in us through the trials and sufferings of life. And the more we taste, the better we get at recognizing them. Joy becomes like a virtue, something that can become habit-forming. But the whole drama of Scripture also reminds us that we are prone to wander from divine charity. Consider the story of Lot in the book of Genesis, who in an act of cowardice ordered his daughters to the be given to the Sodomites in order to protect his angel visitors. But then after fleeing Sodom and Gomorrah, his daughters realized that there were no men living in the vicinity. So the girls made up for this lack of eligible men by getting their father drunk and having sex with him. In an ironic turn of events, Lot, who offered his daughters to be raped, was now being raped by his own daughters. Even worse, Lot's progeny goes on to become the ancestors of Israel's enemies, the Moabites and the Ammonites. The drama later goes on to tell us that Ruth, the great-grandmother of David, was a Moabite woman whose destiny was saved from an ugly future through the kinsman redeemer Boaz. You say, what a sad and disgusting tale to tell instead of talking about joy. Well, yes, it is. But it is the story of us. See, the Bible is not a sterile collection of perfect people who always follow God's will. It is instead a drama about how God desires to redeem imperfect people and in spite of their flaws, use them to accomplish His sovereign and holy will for mankind. We are imperfect people and prone to wander far from home, far from the story of divine charity. But God has a plan for us if we would respond. And He is calling us by name. Come, follow me. Like Lot, Boaz, Naomi, Ruth, and David, and all the other usual suspects in this drama, our own imperfections draw us to relationship with the person Jesus. No longer is he just a figure of interest. He becomes our kinsman redeemer. And yes, we walk into moments in life when we see, hear, feel, taste, and touch his joy. And we also walk into moments when we are not afraid of anything. And then there are those moments when we wander off like little animals in the woods, losing all sense of our direction. Paul writes to us, For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I will know fully, just as I also have been fully known. Christmas, it is the celebration of all such great moments of joy. Don't miss it. Don't wander off. It is the divine night. Fall on your knees. Hear the angels' voices. O night when Christ was born. Ain't it so? This is Gittin' Grit signing off. Merry Christmas to all. Dominus Lobiscum.